now it's recording. Alright. So you gotta get up to the you gotta get right up to that mic. I'll, I'll, I'll push it down a little bit. Yeah, we're getting some sweat equity going. Mm. Mm. Get the energy up. Mm. Back to back. Mm. But for us, <laughs> the, for the listeners, this is a week apart. They don't listen to them all right in a row? Some as people soon binge. As they come out? <laughs> Guys. <sighs> well, look, like man. I thought we had cool listeners, but whatevs. It's, it's on us, man. We weren't consistent for a couple weeks there. We're trying to make deals happen. Yep. Trying to get to that next level, son. The hedonistic treadmill. It never stops. Right? Yeah? Yo, get it. Get the trash well, going. Well, what? what we're getting excited about. Uh, <laughs> uh, our guest, Brett Metcalf, Hillsborough Defense, defending the bay. Let him hear your voice. Brett Metcalf, defending the bay. I'm, I'm going to push your face into this mic. A little bit more. Digitally. Yeah. There we go. Digital face push. Yeah, we got you. Got to get right in the dick hole of the robot dick. <laughs> Look, it, it sounds it silly. I say it to everybody, and they, they everybody remembers it. Yeah, know, it was, and then it they was laugh. Weird how I was like, "Oh, get over here." Here, you want it taller? You're a tall drink of water. That's probably it. Right. Eric will help you out. Uh, I'll while he's doing that, I'll get into our sponsor. It, you know, when you uh, when you when you run your own business. <laughs> You're no roadie for Aerosmith. Uh, when you run your own business, you need a business phone line. If if you run a law firm like uh, our Esquire over yeah. here, and you've got a Google voice number, that doesn't instill a lot of credibility for uh, from the leads' perspective. That's why you got to go Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone number or phone number phone app, where you can have a scalable uh, set of phone lines. You can just start with one, and then you can keep adding to them. It's uh, less than what we're paying right now for the contract we're in with our uh, business line that we're going to get out and go to Grasshopper. Our listeners get 50 bones off. That's $50 for you squares. Or for Grasshopper's exoskeletons. <laughs> wow. They don't have bones. Pulled that out. Yeah, I like that. It's just membranes. Science facts, people. Nice. Let's talk about mollusks. Um, <laughs> Google it. So... Our, our listeners, you get the hookup. Holler if you hear me. It's $50 off if you go to trygrasshopper.com slash sweat, like key sweat, like sweat equity, like sweaty feet. And I couldn't think of a third one. I think we got it. Okay. Well, let's, right. get, let's get a little hotty toddy and we'll get into it, huh? Okay. Are you ready for a hotty toddy? That's how we have to start the show. It's like Auburn's eagle flying around the majestic Jordan-Hare Stadium. Oh, yeah. Ready? Hotty toddy. God almighty. This is Sweat Equity Podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, on Laughable. On every, we're on everything. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to do. SweatEquityPodcast.com. Uh, if you want to find the transcript to this show, we use Dragon Dictate. It's not 100%, but it's mostly there. Any links we bring up, we try to put in the episode uh, description. I haven't looked at it in a while, so I'm looking over yeah, yeah, Eric. Yeah, the, Eric's, Eric's been maintaining that. Then I gotta write it all down. We'll go backwards. Whatever. We'll go back and do it. It's not. It's not that hard. Um, and then uh, we look, man. Yeah, uh, you. Okay. <laughs> um, Brett, what's going on? I saw uh, Trump, your boy. Oh God. I, I like that you're, I think, the only lawyer I know that will openly... Call him an asshole? Call him an asshole online 
because uh, lawyers right now, like, you're in a weird spot. Mm, get some feedback. Is nope. that better? What is mm, that? No. Nope. Anything? I don't know. Oh, it might be the phone. Um, That's gone. Okay. Sounds nice now. Uh, it was so on airplane mode. It's the um, very good. It's still yeah. it's still creeping on you though. <laughs> uh, you think when it's off, it's not off. I know the microphone's still on, listening to everything we say. So the, you know, you're you are the uh, the the rare attorney that will publicly uh, call out Trump on like Facebook or something. Um, has has anybody like I was thinking about this? Has anybody said anything to you like, hey man, why don't you calm it down a bit? He's our president. Uh, n- I think my, I feel my like <laughs> a lot of <laughs> if, if anybody, a lot of lawyers in Florida, I feel like are on the yeah, right side. Nobody has meaning like, no, like red no, side. No attorneys have like directly called. I mean, I've had political debates with attorneys, but nobody that's like telling me to tone down what I'm saying. Um, but the only person that tells me to tone down what I'm saying online is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But, but that's a, that's a totally different ballgame, I think. But and I understand why she does that. My but wife was like, "LinkedIn's not your feelings journal, okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, no." That <laughs> of all the ones to choose. Well, uh, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm like writing jokes there, though. You know, like I'm not writing like hardcore dick jokes or anything. But I'm writing like I'm trying to keep it fun because. I do a lot of creative stuff, but I also do a lot of nerd shit. Yeah, so. it is the best uh, opportunity to be a standout for comedy, right, for sure. Right, Like there ain't a lot of funny go shit. Go big or go home. And if you yeah. fail on LinkedIn, it doesn't matter because no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like, the only people that really give a shit are the zealots that are like, put everything into LinkedIn. I yeah. check LinkedIn like once every six months. It's legit, man. I'm going to get you into it. I know. It's good. It'll be good for I, my tactic for you, for Hillsborough Defense, I should say, the firm. Um, is I want you to be like the secret business to business, not business to business, but like I want businessmen to be like, okay, I can talk to them. I can slide a DM over to them when they get arrested, like executives or something, uh, criminal charges. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's my target market right there. Well, I mean, criminal defense, and then, you know, no one's really, I don't don't see a lot of law firms uh, that aren't in the business side. Not, I don't see any non-business law firms really kind of promoting over there. So you never know. It's worth a shot. It's not that hard. And I it's do, free. I do help out people with professional licensing issues, too, that always that come up because of a criminal charge. So it'd, there you be, go. it'd be fertile grounds in that respect, too. Yeah. So, I yeah, we gotta, we'll got to go over, like, I didn't know if we were pursuing that a little bit harder or less. Um, that's why we meet up every, every couple of weeks and kind of talk over some stuff. We nosh on a bagel. We say, chlahayim. <laughs> and just get it going. I want to be Jewish. I'm sorry. Um, what's uh, so Trump, your boy? <laughs> we were talking about it last. Don't time. be the guy that's your boy. This yo, the yo, assignment of bo- friendship bo- to the your boy yeah. Trump. Yeah. Your BFF. What's up? Yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. You guys working out together? Or what? He's definitely not working out. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not either, but he is definitely not working out. So why do you why do you hate our greatest president of all time? Wait, way to put him on the spot. I'm kidding. He hates a strong word. I told him we would talk about this anyway. It's a really strong word, but I do think that he is the most incompetent, (laughs) unprepared. uh, I mean, he had. What what is. Let me me flip this. What's good about him? Uh, He is about talking about doing stuff and then not doing it. Ultimate hype man, for sure. He is is the ultimate hype man. I'll give him that from a. He, he is the best hype man in the history of our country, for sure. Yeah. he. There should be somebody else making all the decisions, and then he's 
talking about right. it and he's the personality yeah. and then yeah. they have you they know, all quit though right didn't well, he yeah have, that's the problem didn't he have, that he's uh, actually in charge it's, good, it's because his actual like management abilities are are horrendous yeah, yeah. who, who is because he's a sociopath right. you can't yes. be a good manager if you have no empathy mm-hmm. i mean how many people have how many people from his like inner circle and his cabinet have been fired in the last month <laughs> quit yeah dude or it's quit. In, in, in the EPA. It's, it's pretty scary. Yeah, and the EPA director is next. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's... Who's all, the EPA director? Uh, Scott Pruitt. He's... Oh, I actually knew that. Yeah. Deep down <laughs> somewhere. Sure. But it's... And you hear it's these, Scott, Scott Pruitt. I knew, yeah, I, I knew that. I was going to say it out loud. <laughs> but each one of these people, like, you hear these stories that are, like, leaked about them, like, doing something shady, and they ultimately, like, like with Scott Pruitt, you start to hear these, these stories come out in the past week, and you wonder where it's coming from and it's probably coming directly from Trump and his administration because he's trying to like prep the public for like reasons to fire him. It's he's, he does it to fucking everybody. I watch house of cards. <laughs> I know what's and, going on. Well, that's, and so he's, so, he's, so that, he's yeah. making out with dudes in the <laughs> stairwell. Don't get me started. But that angle is like assuming that Trump is like smart enough to like think things through and think ahead. And I'm not yeah. necessarily convinced of that either. I, no, I don't think he's a, a master strategist. Like thinks four steps ahead. He's he's either he either is an absolute master strategist or he's like <laughs> totally flying by the seat of I think his pants and there's no in between. Oh no, I think he's instinct, just total instinct, and like what he is is that's how he's making decisions. It's not it's not analysis for sure. No, no, you know, at all. so like he's he's very much um, he probably knows everybody thinks he's an asshole, but he's he a pro wrestler. Care. I don't know that he does know that. <laughs> Well, I, th- I mean, that would be sociopathic. So he, he probably surround- doesn't think that. I think he surrounds himself with people that that are going to reinforce his narcissism and his belief that he's great. Yeah, that's what I try to do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I try to find, like, you know, some kids that are younger. I promise them a job. I'm not going to ever give it to them. But I just I just want an echo chamber of nice things. Yeah, yeah. Somebody to wash your car. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he's Trump is uh, play golf with him. I, I don't know, man. He, yeah, you, you could play you could play golf with Trump. He, <laughs> oh, he yeah. does that a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, we made a big deal about Obama doing that, and then it was like, well, uh, well and, and, the, and it's when you say we made a big deal. I mean, about yeah, the country, like, the so country. They, I mean, well, the media, whatever. But, but you know who? Not did, me. But the people specifically that made a big deal hey, about it. Were I like, hate both sides equally. Me too. Yeah. I, I, I'm like a parent <laughs> that hates both kids. <laughs> right. Who do you <laughs> love the most? I love you both equally. That's not the same. Don't take that attitude yeah. at home. But no, but but the people. Shit. I'm not. Oh, rip. love both of them equally. Ooh. Okay. Sorry. The, the people I'll figure that out the later. The people that ripped Obama for golfing occasionally were the same ones that are like totally. They don't care that Trump doesn't do shit in the morning until eleven o'clock, and they don't care that he's at Mar-a-Lago wait, twice wait, wait. A, twice a month. The dude watches Fox News for like four hours. So uh, that, I call that something. You. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> he he's doing something. That is literally is the echo doing, chamber back to him. He is doing something. Right. It's he's awake. You know, he has like natural Adderall. Like he's like a three hour sleeper kind of guy. That's probably why he starts tweeting at like six thirty in the morning. Is just so that he can like he has a record that he was actually awake and I, doing stuff. I find I find when I'm by myself I'm probably uh on social media pushing out jokes and stuff a lot more. So I would assume he's probably chilling by himself watching Fox News. I heard that he has his like uh, his fitness strategy is that human beings only have so much energy f- for their entire life, so he doesn't like to do a lot of stuff He's so that he doesn't use up all his yes yeah, he doesn't want to use up all his life energy. I like I, I thought he was going like William Shatner style. You know what he did was that he would gain like 
it can't be five pounds every year, but it, it's like a, a certain <laughs> amount of poundage that so he because his skin still looks yeah. good. He's seventy kind of thing. So he's like gotten a little bit chubbier every year, like call it a pound and a half or two pounds, and uh, he looks really good. Yeah, he doesn't get wrinkly. So he went with chubby over wrinkly. Um, mm-hmm. something yeah, like true. that. I guess it's one of those. But he's got energy yeah. too, so it's like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. But he's an actor, so you got to go. You got to go skin, I think. Botox. He definitely probably gets Botox. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't up for any like get Baywatch Botox. parts or anything, so. Yeah. Go with face. Um, I bet Trump, uh, that's what I thought Trump was doing. That's all. That and a one-handed push-up like I did the last episode. Mm, mm-hmm. On okay. camera? On the table? He, he, he couldn't, right now? Dad, dad over here couldn't get the uh, camera to work. It was a total tad boom. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on, like let me get it. Oh, oh, shit, it's still a circle. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be a square. <laughs> I guess, like, what's interesting about it is, uh, I kind of tried to slide it in, but the... What Trump Trump says he's going to do a lot of stuff and then doesn't do it, uh, and it's I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors to go. Hey, hey, we're doing this over here. I'm going to do this, and then he's doing other shit over here that no one's paying attention to. I think that's a lot of his strategy uh, overall. I don't think he's planning it like a chess game. I think it's just like you know shooting from the hip a lot of the time. That's why it's so outrageous when he's when it comes out. He's like, we're shutting down the airports. You know, no immigrants, and yeah. you're like. Uh, I don't think that's going to work. Think, I don't, no, you're not. <laughs> I mean, you can do this for like eight hours, but I don't think that's... And then... But the smart thing is, like, CNN eats it up. Yeah. Yeah. They, they talk do. about him, like, twice as much over any other subject or something crazy like that. Yeah. I mean, he's... I, I think the best <coughs> for people that that don't support uh, the policies of our current president, I think the best thing that they could... And nobody will ever do it, but just not pay attention to him. Yeah. If everybody stopped paying attention to him, that would be like the biggest fuck you you could ever give to the guy. Right. It's the same thing with my kids. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the reason why they scream and cry is yeah. because you look over and go, what's wrong? If you just be like, I mean, they're not actually injured or upset about anything. They're right. just doing it because they know that you'll look over at them. But yeah. when you start to pay attention to the good shit they do, they do more good shit because they want your attention. That's all they care about. Right. You know, but America's like children. Yeah. Basically, Donald, right? well, the president. Well, it's it's the same thing. Ignore the ignore the gun, um, you know, the massacres. Ignore, don't put their names out there. Don't For give sure. them any kind of inf- infamy or any of that. And uh, like, it may not happen as much, you know. I, no, that's what I that's think. It perpetuates thing, I think. it so much. It does, For sure. Because if you look at the timeline of like school massacres with like um, uh, since Columbine, like it's like exponentially from what is it 99 when that happened right like, yeah whatever whatever the matrix late, came out late 90s um well Col- i mean the guys wanted to be like the matrix yeah. combine know? was the first one no i mean there's right? other stuff but we're in there's the other part we're inundated with so much information right. that that we can get now but it's sensationalized so by the time it, it reaches a broad area it's like yeah it's just like oh we're getting hammered with this stuff i saw a thing that was like in the 70s it didn't used to be like school shootings. They would be putting bombs. Like bombs were a problem. Right. And it wasn't like crazy amount of bombs, but like you just didn't hear about these things that might have co- killed 10 people or something. Bit You know, that's a lot of people to kill with a bomb. But if you're in a small town and you don't have cable, like you're not really hearing about that and your life's not affected, you know, sort of thing. Or you don't see the newspaper, but the YouTube it's exposure the, the, or, or your work at YouTube or whatever. And everybody feels for that because we all know what YouTube is, you know, yeah. like just for dumb 
you know, reptile brains, like, I like YouTube, you know, like, <laughs> and then you think about, and then we're all a little bit narcissistic because we think about like, what if someone came in our business, we're, you know, place of business and try to do something similar, like the crazy lady that got her videos demonetized. Did you right. hear about this? Yeah, I did. Okay. She like shot three people and killed herself. Yeah. And I, I don't think she, she didn't kill anybody else, did she? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think someone else got shot, like grazed in the ankle. I heard, but I uh, this was the YouTube shooter. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, a woman. They don't see women right. doing that, that a lot. Another, it's weird. It's strange. Yeah. And then I heard some of the videos. I was listening to Corolla's podcast, and they played some of the videos, and it was like, oh, this lady's out of her mind. Yeah. Uh, for I mean, uh, from what I've seen, it's a lot of uh, it's like prancer size like testosterone misdi- misdirected. You know. Just waiting for that glory where the, your name gets announced over the the news as the guy who did it, you know. But, just it, d- but just like Trump's actions and this, like looking back, we don't remember. We never remember. The, I don't remember. All we remember is like maybe the kids from Columbine, but that's it. Yeah. You know, like and you should because that was that was the like a. I remember Columbine, Newtown, and now Parkland. Yeah, but well, New, Newtown was like to me like the. The worst one. I mean, not that any of them. Were Sandy good. Hook was pretty bad. Sandy uh, Hook, yeah. That was really depressing. I mean, guy. well, I. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, yeah, but like the Parkland one's interesting only because they're high school kids that can actually kind of talk about it. Right. Yeah. You know, like you had the parents doing panel for Sandy Hook, and it's that's super sad and right. such a bummer. But then, like, like, I mean, but those were like what six year olds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And you feel really fucking terrible, like listening to parents like. Not, they're not even answering questions. They're just like, this is fucked up. Yeah. You know? I just, but it, to me, the, the, the level of like malice that's involved in like, like the, the Parkland guy, the Parkland guy like goes in to his former high school, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes into his high school and like, you know, kills kids that are, it's terrible. Yeah. But like, there's at least like you, you can almost in some respect, like draw a line between like his anger at that high school and those kids. Like, it, it, there's more of like a logical like like thought process behind him doing it in fucking Sandy Hook. Like this guy, he he went in and killed like six year olds. I, I got a good comparison for you. Remember when movies had villains that were just cr- evil for the sake of evil? That's like the Sandy Hook right. kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like there's but no motive other than them wanting to. Yeah, fuck that shit demarcation out. where it's like, no, this is the bad guy. Right. Not then, this. Who's the bad guy? Now is we have. Ex- but everybody's. Now we have good guy. movies that there's like a character background where they're like, okay, here's why he is right. evil. Kind of yeah. thing. I don't know, but the Parkland kids are. I think the Parkland kids are incredible, and they're because those are the ones that are at, they're actually they're, they're the first ones that have the ability and opportunity to do something about it, and there is some sort of like, I don't know conversation shift and what should or should not be done at this point in time and it's obviously gun rights are a very contentious issue i'll I'll throw out i'll throw out this question but i'll i'll give you some time to think about it i'll I'll filibust uh i want i want to hear your thoughts and what do you think we can do maybe um we've tried to talk about it on previous episodes but the one thing that is really interesting in the digital world that we're in is these kids can handle trolls a lot better because they're used to it in a way. Yeah. Ironically, you know, this kid, the kid that shot up everything probably got like life trolled, really, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but, you know, the kids that are getting crap from gun, you know, gun zealots and stuff that are saying, you're only doing this, you're only getting up there for glory and all that stuff, getting trolled like that, they're handling it really well. Like, they'll retweet it and like hate on them. It's like something a comic would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would do that. Any Anybody that wrote me something terrible on Twitter and, 
listeners of, of this podcast included, if you want to write me something terrible, I'm probably going to just retweet it because I think it's funny. Like you went out of your way to do it to me, but that's on a that's on a very uh, small level. Whereas what the kid those kids can handle that kind of engagement, and it's not it doesn't break them down mentally. That's how it has to be because they grew up. And in then it. when they start fighting back, then it becomes about them. And there you go. And but they, what they, but like they, but they know. grew up in it. That's what's crazy. No, I know. They're, they're, but you know, they grew up with Twitter almost always in their brain. Yeah, yeah. but it's awesome that they know to to think about the bigger picture. Is what basically what they're doing. But they are handling the the crazy conspiracy theories, you know, better than most adults do. And it's because they've been conditioned. I think you're right because they've been conditioned to handle it and to see it and to know how to react. Yeah, it was like uh, us learning how to type because we're all uh, born around 84 or so. You know, we learn how to type because all the all this stuff start the internet started becoming a thing and you had to just you just had to learn kind of how to do it. Whereas anybody older than us, like older brothers and sisters, my older sister and stuff, they were like, I don't want to do that shit because they didn't have to. You yeah. know, like I feel like we we had to figure out kind of internet stuff. But even our age group doesn't handle a lot of social media trolling very well at all. Um, yeah, we still they have still think the, uh, it's like a legit letter in the mail. Right. <laughs> like this <laughs> person hates me. Right. No, he's just bored and right. he hates right. himself. It's just <laughs> let it. YouTube comments are the worst. Don't, Don't fucking, take the bait. Yeah. Um, what? So, what do you think you can do? What do, What are you going to do about it, Brett? <laughs> what am I going to do about no, it? No, I'm I'm kidding. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't want to give you like the hardest question of all time. Well, I'm going. Now it's my candidacy well, for... you know, it, nope. but you, I don't think you deal with many cases involving a lot of weaponry, it, um, from what I can understand, but... I, gotta, I mean... You, I mean, it's Florida, so, uh, so you're going to have gun I, stuff. I, I don't... The, the cases that have, like, violence with a weapon are few and far between, if you're, specifically if you're talking about firearms, um, but... Just in, wait, yeah. in, like, the, the field or your practice... I think the field in general, yeah, like com- compared to the average like misdemeanor possession marijuana DUI, I mean like people don't get shot. Uh-huh. I mean m- maybe maybe one person gets shot a day in Hillsborough County. So one we or have two. What? You see, you What's see the, it po- the metropolis area is about two point eight million something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And so I mean there are a l- there are more firearms related offenses than there should be. But I mean, in terms of like the aggregate with how many, you know, how many attorneys are out there and especially like a lot of the gun violence occurs in like the communities where there's they're of a lower socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. And so many of those people who are committing those offenses or get accused of those offenses are going to the public defender's office. And so yeah. they, they may not have the funds and the resources to get like a, a private defense attorney involved. So I, I was listening. I want to say it was uh, This American Life um, about public defenders and how hard that position is they talked about a guy in new orleans that literally has like 12 minutes for each person i there's a a, yeah there's like a public defender in in new orleans too it might be the same i think i may be butchering this but tattoos the name of every client like whose trial he lost like he literally gets a tattoo Damn, of all that's the hardcore. names. Right, badass. <laughs> he's, he is. He's the definition of a true believer in that respect. But it, it's the think hardest. of an assembly line that just keeps, like it keeps backing up. I think it's the hardest job in in the legal community, like across the country. Period. Maybe dependency issues can kind of get get in the weeds there too. But but the public defenders' offices everywhere are overworked. Like all the attorneys are underpaid, and they have. I mean, they, they just have too many cases. 
Yeah. So how do you, I want to? Are there I, too many laws? Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like there yes, might be. There there's no, I mean, no way, man. We need more <laughs> regulation. But I mean, as a criminal defense attorney, we need more laws, more <laughs> crimes. You know, let's go for the big self-driving the cars. Hooey. You know, there's right. there's stuff out there that you know might need laws that we can replace with. You know, I I, I mean, there laws, are, there are yeah. So mar- marijuana should totally be legal. Like it should absolutely be legal. Like no questions yeah. asked. You've and got when, my vote. And yes. When, and mm-hmm. when, and listening. When, when that happens, everybody in the defense bar is going to be in an uproar because they're going to be terrified that they're all going to lose their jobs. But I mean, really, I can't. I can't tell you the last time I got hired on a misdemeanor marijuana case. Yeah. You know, it just yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't happen that often, and there are there well, are different pro- because so most people that get that are just going to do a public defender or uh, just so there's been a shift recently in Tampa, or it's not coupled with anything else. So the Tampa Police Department now has like a policy where they will issue like civil citations to people if they meet certain criteria, like a decriminal yeah decriminalizing kinda, it's, it it's, a bit yeah not it, not like right. Portugal but like right it's, yeah. it's not decriminalized at all because it's still a, a right, right, right Florida but like. They like TPD. If they pull over some kid or some young person that doesn't have any priors and there's they have marijuana, they now have the discretion under their department's policies to give a civil citation instead of like making the person show up to court mm-hmm. and, and face like the state attorney's office and a judge on a criminal offense. And so it's which is objectively a good thing for society because you're taking people that you know they have a substance, they have marijuana, which most I think most people and probably everybody in this room agrees should not be criminal. And you don't give those people. I'm on the fence, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah I'm high right now. They <laughs> <laughs> but they don't give any. You don't give those people criminal charges. They don't like like a criminal charge can affect somebody for the rest of their life if that charge stays on their background check. It can keep them from getting hired. It can keep them from getting into schools. And like those long term collateral consequences are the stuff that nobody like thinks about or considers. And like prosecutors definitely don't care about it, mm-hmm. and they don't think about it when they're handling a case. But the fact that we now have like some law enforcement because their job is to be. I mean. They're, they're, they're supposed to come in and just do this one part, right? right? They don't, and, and their jobs are hard too. I mean, I, yeah, they, they've their their jobs are not as hard as a public defender's when job, <laughs> but, they, but they have similar like circumstances where they have way too many cases and not enough attorneys, and they can't like they can't dedicate resources to any one case unless it's like something serious. When my dad, when my dad keeps pushing for me to go to law school, still, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want me to talk to him? Um, he, he's going to be pushing this. Listen, Larry, it ain't going to happen. Probably, you know, <laughs> until I'm 40. Uh, because I, I have that good contrarian logic. I can kind of see both sides of an argument. Right. And I grew up with a family full of attorneys. But um, I would say, you know, the thing about – I think about – I visualize walking in and having to either defend or go after someone. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I could nah. swing that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I have the gumption to do that. I think I could – be passionate about it but it's like that's just a, i don't know I, that's a mode i don't have i can go on stage and i can talk and i can i can talk about something i'm passionate yes. about in a similar way but uh, something so formal like that that has so such big um you know risk for someone else's kind of well-being i don't I mean, yeah it's it's kind of what it, i mean when you talk about going on stage and like performing like in a sense like that's what the role is in a lot of ways, but it just depends on where you fall yep. on like the ideological. But if I side bomb, if well, I yeah. bomb from too many girthy dick jokes, right. that, like it's just like okay, well that yeah. sucks. I'll go, yeah. I'll go up again tomorrow night. You and, know, and like, I, it's on so, me. And so there's a big difference in like pressure between being a prosecutor and being a defense attorney. Because if you're a prosecutor and you lose a case, like assuming it's not one where there is like a victim's like family on the other side, 
or on, on your side of it, I mean, most cases that prosecutors try, there's not really a victim. And so huh. if you lose, it doesn't matter. Huh. But every case as a defense attorney, if you lose, it matters. Yeah. And so that was, that's, there's a difference. That's why you get tattoos. Right, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, because you take it, you probably, you know, I've, if you're sensitive if at you're all. If you're good, yeah. But I, I mean, I've done, I've obviously done both, and there's way more pressure on trying a case when you're a defense attorney than there is when you're a prosecutor, like, without a doubt. And so, and that's because there's somebody's life that is being directly affected by what the hell happens in trial. Yeah. Can you talk more about the, like, performing side of it? I've noticed that where it's like, good attorney, you can't just be like, know the law and then go out and spit your game you know like if you, I mean, you if need you, to have charisma like yeah, you I mean, need to be you, out there and yeah and if you know the law and you know your facts like of your case which if you're in trial every attorney at that point should but some public defenders and, and prosecutors don't because they have so many damn cases and they can't spend enough time so this is like this is like the inside baseball you can have everything on laid out on paper right right to defend it let's say you read it like a transcript but there's there uh, this is what you're asking right like the intangible part where right. like you can walk in and be like, ha like arms up, like, what's up? You know, like you can't do that. Even if you had a like just stout case, you know, uh, watertight, no one could break through it right. to defend. Um, yeah. You got Johnny Cochran rolling up in there and blowing you up. But you've got, it's everybody like, has their own personal style, right? Right. I mean, like, like you guys have different styles in what you do, right? Every, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I, yeah I he's like, always copying me. <laughs> I, I like stealing material from Eric. <laughs> I like it's called Minstelia, Carlos Minstelia. Um, Never heard that. No, Dane Crook. Um, no one Those guys are like the two worst offenders from from a comedic standpoint, aren't they? I don't know if Dane did it. I think uh, Carlos Minstelia did, though. Well, he definitely did. Yeah, that he admitted one's pretty it. cut and dry. Yeah, he admitted it on a documentary I saw. <laughs> like just straight to the camera. Wow. Yeah, I did it. I'm like, okay, your name's Ned. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's hung. He's German. Um, so, uh, yeah, the the game within the game, right? That's kind of what this is. Like, how do you? It's inside baseball. What what are the things like you got to worry about? Because you got the case, right? You're prep. You're prepping. And right. I I texted you before this. Like, maybe this will be a good episode about preparation. But this might be about more about the intangible stuff when you're in the like. Because that's this is the hardest part of your job, right? As a lawyer, yeah, trying cases. Trying cases is the most stressful. It's also the most fun, if that makes sense. It's weird. Like I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, you I, and pilots <laughs> and alcoholics <laughs> love the thrill. It, there is it's intense. There, there isn't. There is like a, there's a pressure and an intensity and like no, it's the same thing with stand up. Like it, yeah. it's it's a, it get a little anxious, but like you get in it. It's hard. It's hard and easy at the same time. I yeah. don't know how to explain that in any the, other way. Like the more that I can, if it's a. So, like, when I go try a DUI case, like a misdemeanor DUI case, like, I don't, I, it's hard for me to feel, like, a ton of, like, pressure and stress leading up to that because I know, worst case scenario, you know, the person, my client, 99% of the time isn't going to jail. Well, that's you know? that's coming from the number one DWI, <laughs> DUI attorney in the Tampa Bay area, as voted by Tampa Magazine, and 11,000 lawyers in the area. Yeah, I told you I'm uncomfortable talking about that. I couldn't believe that's, there I'm was that hype, many lawyers. I'm your hype man. Woo! a lot of lawyers we got to hype you so you anything corny that comes your way you're you my always, donald trump yeah you blame us no we're like the the capadonna and wu-tang clan we're like that eighth ninth guy that's like yeah like you're my cambridge analytica <laughs> well that's an interesting story too because uh you know cambridge basically stole from facebook it wasn't like a leak 
That's what that's what's being reported. That's what's really strange about that story. What did they steal? Can can somebody? So I I know all about this stuff. I, so, so and I've had I've had a big problem with like how upset everybody is that like their information that's publicly on Facebook is like being used. So like, they I, that's voluntary. You, I don't understand you, that either. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Everybody, so if my information that right. word like think, what your address that you can look up. First off, they don't know how data is used. So that that it's just scary because they don't know. It's the fear of the unknown. So everything online is scary if you don't know about it, sure. right? So it's like r- when people were like, I don't want to put my credit card in the internet. Like, <laughs> It's like just because they didn't do any research. They don't know that the, the stuff's encrypted and secure and SSL, you know, secure, whatever, um, two-factor authentic verification kind of stuff so close yeah two yeah, authentication authentication no, no, there's two, now i can't there's two factor verification right mm-hmm. for the authentication authentication yeah, yeah, yeah. why are we having trouble with that <laughs> it sounds I, like it should I be messed another up syllable and it, messed, it messed y'all up yeah. um so the with northern cambridge northern. so cambridge sounds like a harvard place it sounds like it's like yeah, in the northeast absolutely. or in england or something yeah. like that cambridge. it's just some oh, fucking crusty it's a crusty uh, data uh, mining company, and basically what they did is they they reached into Facebook's data and pulled it out. Whereas people think uh, Facebook had a huge leak, a huge like opening where you know anybody could grab that. And so, so they what, didn't sell the info. It wasn't so like what, so what Facebook or something. You, when you're at that level, when you're at that level, you make these big level deals right. straight up with all of these channels, and Facebook's a channel considered, um, but. The 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 big thing is they have a lot of influence with that data because it's so precise. So me as an advertiser right now, I'm good at it, but I'm good at it because uh, a lot of the time we don't have the budget to do the market research. So I'm good on the psychology end of it. So if we're targeting your audiences, I'm like, okay, who do you talk to in real life? Who do we want to talk to? And then we we can kind of triangulate that with a lot of keywords and a lot of. Uh, a lot of targeting um, with the data they have. So, like, you could target by net income. People aren't voluntarily given their net income, but that phone you got in your pocket's a low jack, basically. That's a it's an ankle bracelet uh, that's tracking you everywhere. Even when the app's not on, a lot of people don't turn that setting off. So, it it knows where you are most of the time. Where do people spend most of their time? Home and at work, pretty much. So they can pretty much figure out you know, they can figure it out with that tracking with the phone. That's why Facebook went so hard in the paint on phones and the mobile app like seven years ago. They're like, we were going all in on that because they can track all that shit. You know, it's enable a location. You can't check into a place. You can't humble brag that you're doing charity work <laughs> if your location settings aren't on. But so you turn that on, you forget. So they are selling it? So it, No. Or so... It- the, Facebook doesn't sell data like that. They make money off the advertisement. So right. we we Just advertise this research. podcast, right? Yeah. We'll put we'll put five dollars in, right? And we're using the data Facebook provides us. They don't give us everything though. Mm-hmm. What Cambridge did is they they uh, they moved aside all the filters, and they could get every user profile info. So I, I, as an advertiser, I can't I can't target specifically. By uh, exact uh, targeting, it's still by like person. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can do it demographically, but they're right. They would but that's do it, still they would do it individually. That's still a scatter shot. Gotcha. So like back in the day, there used to be a thing when the the search 
on Facebook. It's called the Open Graph tool. And uh, I'll make this kind of an example everybody probably knows. Remember those uh, shirts that used to pop up for sale? It'd be like, I'm a Metcalf, you're a Metcalf too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, y- y'all remember that, Teespring yes. shirts, right? Yes. So the way that worked is, and I had this extension on, on Chrome, uh, it was a, that was kind of a, a, a weakness of the search tool they had. They made a big deal about Facebook has this open graph search, like 2013, 2014. And you could search, and it aggregates like people, places, all the stuff that's on Facebook into one search, right? Like they tried to, fi- they they thought they had like their own Google within their ecosystem, but they got too ambitious with it and probably launched it too early. And there's some uh, vulnerabilities. So someone made this like Chrome extension where you could scrape user profiles. So you can't, I can't target people by their last name. I can, but if with the scraping tool. I would put it in people's last name, and it would get all the user profile ID numbers. I put it in a custom audience, and now I have them. It almost seems like more inefficient, though. No. Like, wouldn't you, if you're, what what benefit? Because would I'm it be only to targeting people with the last name Metcalf. Right. Because this shirt I'm selling is a dropship shirt that costs twenty bucks, and people love shit with their name on it, especially more unique kind of last name the less things they have on it. Yeah. It's but like, I, I can't think of any other, <laughs> like, other than branding your name onto a shirt or a cup or something. What else would you, like... There, I mean, there's a lot of custom stuff like that. You you know, Brit, a girl named Brittany that has a, I don't know, gold chain necklace or something like that. You could sell that. Some people still rock those. They're so hot in, like, 1999. But <laughs> some people, a lot of white trash, rock the, <laughs> their own name on jewelry. Yeah. Like, you could do that. Um so there's, or you could do by job title, which they used to not have on there for you as an option. Now they do. Yeah. So that I can see. Right. But I mean, like that, right. So I did one because the, I was in it and I was in the salon industry. So I heard of a, a like a witty thing, made it, made a shirt on Teespring and made a couple of grand because I could target all hairdressers. You know, it was like a witty. What did it say? I don't remember. Yeah, you do. Because I tried <laughs> to do. You remember. Because that one was good, and the rest I tried right after that sucked. And so I made so many, and I went nuts, and I just went, no, I'll find it. Probably I don't care. like a, a perm pun. No, it's like, um, I can look it up in a second, but I bet I have it on this this laptop. But with Cambridge, people think it's, it's people don't know that Cambridge is, uh, is, the, f- is the fuckery. It's not, it's not really Facebook necessarily. I mean, they're always going to be evil to a lot of people in these news stories. But at Cambridge, what they did is they can influence the, the election because they have the most reliable and relevant data on right, every guess, user. So, but, so, but are they getting that data with Facebook's permission? No. So, so, so that's what so that's what's sense, fucked up. They're like hacking into Facebook. Yes. Okay. So the but the story's being reported the other way around. That I just I haven't paid enough attention to. Yeah, it, Zuckerberg's got to go in front of Congress. I know that. So, but, yeah, so Facebook like, so Facebook's getting hell. I don't know how this got reported the other way around. Um, but you, you I it's mean, because you, everybody knows Facebook, and so you you want to make it right. Facebook's fault. So it it's made like, it yeah, it made them the the target because we're yeah we're we we're familiar with them as a general American. Everybody knows what that is. Yeah. But Cambridge Analytics just sounds like a little sweet brick building in near MIT or something like that. Analytica. That, yeah. Right. Or Ooh, whatever. What does that even mean? <laughs> right. Exactly. And Must Facebook's a big giant that fresh. we all hate. You know. Yeah. 
uh, and they stole our data. So there's a narcissism part to that My story. My data. Right. How dare you? I'm not scared of any of that shit because you know how hard it is to get like, it's really hard to get super specific with data right now. We're not that good. We're in, an, we're in a weird era where we ha- we're collecting a lot on, on every customer. We just don't know how to use it. Yeah. Like we, just, we just have it, right? It's all these apps, they, they like make a lot of money on the promise that this data, this it's is why every, Yeah, right. that's why they think we're in another <laughs> bubble with the tech stuff is like, that was kind of the promise with uh, the 99-ish bubble of all the sites and stuff. Like, no, no, we're going to make it up in the back end right. kind of thing. Yeah, because we're gonna have so much data on everybody. I but don't know. I, know. Just, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize you have to Cambridge, capitalize. I didn't realize Cambridge like hacked into Facebook. So, but at the same time, like, I, if you're putting as a consumer, as an individual, like, if I put something on Facebook, whether my settings are private or not, you're grilling. I see, I see you grilling, right? You yeah, got the yeah, new, uh, yeah, yeah. You got the new uh, Kamado Joe. Yeah, they so should totally sponsor your podcast too. By the way. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Done and done. <laughs> what is it? A grill? It's yeah. like a big green egg ish. Whoa, 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 ish. Ish. I said ish, yeah. ish, ish, ish. It's it is it wow. is a it See? is a brand, brand loyal. Watch, watch yourself. <laughs> it's it is it's think of a green egg but better. Ooh. And that's basically but what not shitty. Show is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, not green, a piece of dog green egg, shit. Green eggs are fine, man. But there are there are certain features to this Kamado Joe that make it a hell of a lot better. Specifically there's a little nice slide out ash drawer so cleanup is a breeze for weed I've no, heard no that. for cleanup <laughs> i've heard that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so that that makes it a lot easier but i i love that thing man cooking it, is look, like it my, looks sweet i was yeah. i was very jealous and i was like i don't grill out anymore yeah, so. I, I, I cook like probably three four nights a week so. i yeah Good gotta get you. back in the grilling it's my, it's my like decompressing like mechanism now is i used to go to the gym <laughs> and now i don't do that Dad so bod. i just yeah man so i just cook instead there, but there, because it, there's something to doing something like kind of uh, repetitive or almost like following directions where you can't. Because it's for me, honestly, it's caveman cook, style. Cook, yeah. Cooking for me is more of like a creative outlet now than anything else. Oh, and so, but it, but it's just like whatever stressed me out in the day. If I go home and I start like start up the grill and I can hang out outside and like I don't know, come up with some kind of like seasoning blend to throw on some meat and just hang out. It it just takes me out of my my stressed mindset and puts me in a, a better, happier place. Yeah. I mean, for uh, most uh, adults that aren't really adults, the coloring book thing, the fad of that, that a lot of people are doing it's adult a, coloring books. Okay. It's like the number one genre. I do a lot of coloring now with the kindergartner. So, <laughs> but you're I, not buying them. Like I get it. I got like adults highlights magazine. <laughs> what age? Let me ask you this. Since, since you're high highlights at what age do kids stay between the lines? Um, I don't know yet. Because my, my my son's three and he doesn't do that. <laughs> oh, pff, dude, no, you got yours. It'll be. I mean, I, just, I don't know. I just don't want to feel bad about my kid's creative artistic. Development yeah, no. He's not staying in the lines right now. Well, let him. That's the that's the art, man. You need to stay get outside like, the lines. You need to, get you need to encourage stronger? that. Be a little like, dexterity. Good right. for you. Don't yeah, tell yeah. those lines. Yeah, let those, them those tell you where to color. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, they. It, it, it'll be a while, but the. The coloring, I do get it. Like no, I get you it. You get just. I just think it's soft. It's something to <laughs> like. You you only focus on that one thing. Like you're focusing on just grilling, you know. And if you can do that, it's it's very brain cleansing. You know, like it's not easy to just focus on the one thing, whatever it is. If and it's that versus opiates, coloring all day, right? Yeah, we take those first, and then it's oh. makes them good. And then color. That's a bummer. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> but there, I think well, I don't like it because there doesn't. Uh, there's nothing at the end of it. At least 
grilling or, you know, laundry's become kind of something repetitive I can do and kind of like, I don't mind it. I actually used to hate it. Now it's like something cathartic about it. Like, oh, I got this neat. Yeah, the path is is uh, set for you. you yeah. You know, like that. We're trying to build up dad credit. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's good. It gets demolished. Yeah, yeah just don't hang your, your, your coloring pages up on the wall. <laughs> With the if other kids' stuff? Up, like, <laughs> you know, that's where you, that's I don't get where you it. stop. I don't get it, hon. Like, what? Yeah. Put it up on the fridge. Rocco I worked really hard on that. <laughs> you just threw it away? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have paintings here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just use expensive tools for uh, my art. Well, uh, how are we looking time-wise? Uh, we're getting there, buddy. Because we're going we're gonna to film some video. Uh, Boom. Some r- crunch. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably going to be good unless you got anything. Oh, let's do uh, the first time DUI in Hillsborough County. Uh, this is a little localized. Oh, I wanted to save it. Program. I wanted to save this for the end because it's a little bit more local than yeah, so the other topics. But so Hillsborough, there's a couple. But there's other, con- there's other places in the country doing this. Yeah, so. and, and there's other places in Florida that have done something similar. And if you talk to the, the state attorney's office, they are really clear that this is not like a diversion program, which is kind of like a diversion program is basically like, kind of like a deferred prosecution agreement where you know you do some community service some treatment and then we're just going to dismiss the charges against you on the back let's end. bring eric into this because i kind of forgot really what? Um, the, so the uh, the right there's a writer program mm-hmm. Be, the short story like joe six pack would say is they're going really lenient on first time dui well charges. It, dep- it depends on how you how, how you uh how you take it so the way that the state attorney's office is selling this to the public, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's actually backed up by the data too, is they are making people, in order to participate in this program, you've got to do more like alcohol treatment type stuff. Uh-huh. And like they'll either make you wear like an alcohol monitor to make sure you're not drinking at all mm-hmm. or put an interlock device in your car, which most first-time DUI offenders don't have to do in Tampa typically, um, to make sure that you're not driving after you've been drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do, and then, you know, you so you have to have those kind of like enhanced sanctions on the front end. And if you, if you deal with those enhanced sanctions and you get through it, then they'll re- automatically reduce your charge from a DUI down to a reckless driving. Okay. And and this is like the critical part that they've always been really resistant to in Tampa is that they'll give you a withhold of adjudication, which means you're not convicted. And so if you're not convicted of the crime, then you can seal your criminal record mm. and your arrest record. And so from a long-term perspective, I mentioned it earlier, there's collateral consequences in any criminal case. Yeah. And that being like you have a criminal record that's going to be there forever that you have to explain to people going forward. If you... If you have the ability to seal the record, then you don't have to explain it anymore. Like you, mm-hmm. uh, you apply to a new job and you say, "I've never been arrested." What's really fucked up is if you get arrested and it's just something kind of benign or something in your high school or something, and it's still on your record. So when you go to get like corporate job, yeah, mm-hmm. still there. Yeah, and like if people Google you, there's those sites that. How many people do you guys know that like did something stupid when they were in their twenties? Half, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, and half I mean, got arrested. I'm right. saying like right. almost everybody, yeah. but and, and, half and, got arrested. And most of those people are, have like done well, been able to overcome it. But like there are people that 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 one arrest record, depending on what it's for, right. will like always be held against them forever going forward. Yeah, that's a fork in the road of their life, and it just went yeah. there, off the rails. There's one bogus. You know? um, bogus charge a friend of mine got in high school that he still has to pay like an seo company to bury it in the yeah there's a lot of like ancillary companies that so there's these companies that right. purport your your criminal record and they'll go hey we'll uh, we'll hide it 
Yeah, we won't put it out there if you pay us, and then we'll make another site that right. you have to pay. Well, yeah, it's it's one company that has like five web like like mugshots.com. Like yeah, it, it is yeah, kind of fucked up. Busted.com. How so is you, that legal? Like it's, how it's extortion? But how is that a, a it's, thing it's, that it's legal? Because so your arrest record is and the the way that they try to like characterize it, your arrest record is just it's it's just an arrest. It's not a conviction. And so if you were arrested and you were booked into jail on certain charges. Like, it is a fact that you were arrested and booked in on those charges. It's public info. Yeah. It's fine. And, so, and it's all public record. And so. But how just, can you make money off of that? That should be illegal. The, I mean, it is it is extortion. And so, like, a lot of those companies have been, I think Google even, like, took some sort of, like, action and measures, like, a couple years back to make, to basically devalue, like, those, those like, websites, like, rankings to make it harder for people to find that kind That's of information. That's good. But they, they dictate the market. I mean, they are the market. Yeah. No, like, they, they are. Um, so... Yeah. I, I just I I found out how much it costs to keep that stuff buried, and I was like, Oof, "We fucked up. We yeah. should have done that." <laughs> well, yeah. how much? Uh, would it matter? How much? It, it's like in, it's like in perpetuity. You pay like yeah, you a pay, grand you, to like two grand get, right, a month. Something it Ooh. can be depending but on but the you, charge. Like if, yeah, if you pay like one website, like they'll tell you like pay us three hundred bucks and we'll, we'll we'll remove your arrest record from our site. And so and the, the only reason somebody's doing it is because they type into their name into Google and the first result is like their website. Got, they got arrested and that's their booking photo. So you pay that company or that website like three hundred bucks. They take it down and then a week later there's another it's website a, that a has whole, your uh, it's a whole cottage thing. Oh, dude, where they're all that's like dance so partners. Fucked up. It's it's ridiculous. But the so going back to the writer program and yeah. why it's yeah, like a positive why it's a good thing is because if you've got the ability to seal or expunge your arrest and your criminal record um r-i-d-r like r-i-d-r right <laughs> and it's the reduced impaired driving recidivism i think we'll have it on your site yeah. hillsboroughdefense.com right. but they the all those sites that we're talking about like those sites that you know throw up your your booking photo and stuff if you have an order from a judge sealing sealing or expunging your record then they are legally required to remove that and not like repost your your booking info and then you don't have to pay for it yeah so it, it makes it better to do it that way but the only way you can seal or expunge a hit a, re- a criminal record is if you don't have a conviction of anything hmm. and so like that's why having that withhold of adjudication on the reckless is like a, it's a huge deal to be able to automatically do that for first time offenders i think i get stuck on legal terms sometimes my brain I stops know, yeah. the sentence yeah. i hear adjudication i'm like oh what is that it means recidivism it, it, what is that yeah. <laughs> like adjudication means quid pro quo fuck <laughs> 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 Yeah, he was I, telling you I, what it means. No, I know. I, know. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to get into it. No, I got. I, I I know what it means. What else don't I know? Why I was, you tell me? I like, like to sling some it's, jokes it's in like there. It's like when you talk tech to me, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it gets, I feel like I I did okay with the Cam- Cambridge. Uh, probably not. Um, I think that's it. I think we got. We were pressed for time. I think we did it. We did it. We solved we, all the problems. We, we solved a lot of problems. It's good. It's you know, good stuff. that's what we are. We're kind of heroes in a way. If you really think about it. Kind of. Please. Whoa. Whoa. Feedback. Um, anything. HillsboroughDefense.com. Uh, Tampa Magazine, if you're local. Go pick that up. Publix? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you, I tried to find it. I didn't know where that thing is sold. I but I think they were distributed with, like, the... I don't know. I know Back I know seats of airplanes. Yeah. In, in, in the Tampa Bay Times, I think. My dad still gets the newspaper, like yeah. delivered to his house. Good old so, Matt. Yeah, yeah. So it was like wrapped in there one day. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, there you go. You That's know that free is. magazine next to the uh, coupon clipper? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever's clever, man. That's it's it's like a, we were talking about when you got that uh, that uh, superlative. It's like superlative. Yeah, award. Um, 
it's it's a little it's small wins along the way. We've been going slow and steady, and not going like freaking out to try to get y'all you out there, your firm out there. It's marginally better every day. We're gonna have something with uh, Eric for some vlogging called incrementally better mm. or yeah. incremental. That's the name to beat. Yeah, I liked it. I, I still like it. Yeah, with but mental kind of. There you go. Yeah. So oh, I we're gonna think about that. We're going to have some extra content around that. Look for that if you're listening. And, uh, yeah, have a good one. Peace.